y'all. So, I decided to make a video. I've been watching some YouTube videos for the past few weeks that are about just like black women YouTube videos. And I just decided to do some commentary. So, this is man, his initials are KS. I'll leave it at that. He calls some women average at best, and um, a lot of people got upset about it because apparently this man is very mean and talks down to black women, but he has a lot of subscribers because eh, his, as mean as he is, you know, he's in the majority. It's kind of like slavery. Slavery was so awful, but they had it everywhere in the world, right? It's like, it's not really about right or wrong. It's just like how many people agree with you versus how many people disagree with you when it comes to what's right and what's wrong a lot of the time. Now, if he were being this mean and evil towards transgender women, I don't think it would be allowed, but he's being this mean and evil towards black women who are quote-unquote cisgendered. So, you know, if he were being this mean towards white women, Middle Eastern women, Hispanic women, no group of people gets treated this way but black women. So... There's that, but I feel like this. When it comes to that sort of rhetoric, it has changed. Because I remember about mm, five years ago when I started being on YouTube a lot, where it started out with this whole, okay, so either you're going to black women that there are plenty of black men out there and if you're with a bad black man or with a non-black man it's because you should have chosen better because there were plenty of good choices but you just so happen to choose the wrong choice every time to them also saying you know men of different races don't want black women they want white women they want asian women and any woman who's with a, um, who's trying to date outside her race is just stupid, it's never gonna work. To people being like, okay, let's use Google to see what's the real truth. And the studies were showing that actually people can date outside of their race, and black women have more success dating outside of their race, and black men have less success dating outside of their race that black women are doing well in school and in business and black men are not and that black men are going to prisons more than black women and black men are doing things and not having as good results as black women too now it's like well y'all still ain't married and then they're saying 80 percent of black men are married and then when it came out and it was like no, actually, most black people, men and women, are not married. The few who are are married to black people, but black men still have the highest divorce rates because when black women marry out, they stay together for longer, and all signs point to black men being the problem. So where now it's like, okay, but y'all are still single, so if you want to know what we want, call in and we'll talk to you about it. And basically what it seems like a lot of black men want is a punching bag. Um, I think Kanye West is an interesting case because 
This is an example of a man who had black and half black women model in his music videos. He had black girlfriends, black fiancés. He married a white woman. He had a black surrogates. And he has black nannies. But he doesn't really hire very many black models. And he married his white wife and said that she was better than Harriet Tubman, Michelle Obama, and Rose, who's mixed race. And anybody who wasn't white, she's just better than them. It's interesting to me how he felt like his wealth and status was with a white woman. But when it came to being sexually promiscuous and sexually exploiting women, that was with black women. When it came to giving birth to his kids, black women. When it comes to raising his kids, black women. And when it comes to who he spends the most time with, he spends a lot of time with black men and women. But he sees wealth and status as being associated with whiteness. Kind of, because he got a white woman who had the light skin and the straight hair, but overall, and a small nose, but overall has full features. So, white, but not really. Just weird. And um, another example would be how... There was this woman named Crystalyn Kirsten who has the pink pill. I think at the time when she posted this video, it was called Beyond Black and White Elite. She made a video about a white teacher who worked in a predominantly white school with some black students. And there were these black boys. And you know how black boys always say, well, we date white girls because we grew up in white neighborhoods. Totally ignoring the fact that black women and girls outnumber black men and boys. Even in those white neighborhoods, there are always black girls, more black girls than black boys that they could date, but they still choose white. What they also ignore is that these black boys are in schools where they can date um, black girls, but instead they bully them. So one example would be like, okay... This teacher was saying how this black girl was watching a video, prank video. You know them stupid prank videos the teenagers like in class with a white boy. And the black boy was like, you're talking to her? She's black. Why would you talk to her? She's undesirable. They're the most unwanted. And he's like, what are you talking about? Because really in the white community, it's not like they like one more than the other you know if they're racist they're racist they don't like either black men or women or if they're accepting then they're accepting of both or maybe they might even feel a little bit more comfortable and safer around a black woman or a black girl or you know it depends but generally people see men and women of the same race the same only black men really see a big difference but these boys were like Oh, you want to talk to her? She's gross. But the interesting part was she's saying all this and that. They were saying that and then the teacher's like, why are you bullying her? How do you expect people to respect your race 
when you don't even respect your own race. And he's like, what are you talking about? Because he sees black women and girls as being like two different species, basically, this black boy. The white teacher goes to the white female principal to talk about the issue. The white female principal says, well, you might not want to get involved because it'll be seen as a racial issue because you're white. So basically stay out of it. And I bring this up to bring up the Trump rally where the black woman was attacked and by white women and the white men stood back and a lynch mob started to ensue and this black woman could have gotten killed and the black men were very much okay with that. Who knows, maybe eventually they would have joined in where the white guy picked her up and carried her out of there. And there were people trying to hit her. There was one guy who maced her while he's taking her out of there. But he took her out of there and got her to safety. And it's it's interesting how he, a white guy, did that. And they were all saying he's racist. They got that guy fired. Meanwhile, white women and black men, white women were trying to kill her. And black men were just watching and were totally okay with it. But it's like when a white man steps in and does something, it's like almost like it's discouraged as though they shouldn't be involved because you're supposed to mind your business. And I don't really like that because I know in black culture, we have this mind your business culture, but there was a black girl who got shot at a Black Lives Matter uh, protest. Her mom was driving her home. And she was allegedly shot by a black man. And we still don't even know what happened, who did it, where that person is. No convictions, to my knowledge. But that's okay. No outrage. Nobody really cares. And, you know, we have all these black people getting killed. We have all of these people going through ups and downs in life because of these riots and because of this virus and because of the government's response to this virus and the new strand. But whenever people see black women married to proud boys or when they see black women in relationships with these suspected racists, they want to drag them. Well, my whole thing is y'all claim this guy is racist, but he's the only one who actually saved her life. Whereas a black guy probably would have either killed her or watched her be killed. And I think it's sad if I'm seeing a black woman who's married to somebody who might be a racist. But I also think it's sad if that's her best option. I think that black women shouldn't feel as though black men are so extremely racist that they're better off being with a white extremist because he's more likely to defend her than her own black community. Because I had an issue with people vilifying that white guy who saved that girl from that lynch mob. And I had an issue with the white teacher feeling scared and confused that he might lose his job behind standing up for black teenage girls when they're being bullied by black teenage boys for their race. Because it's this whole thing of mind your business, black people tear black women and girls down. And that's just how it is. Black girls are here to work. 
white girls are here for praise. And it's not fair because if black women are good enough for Kanye to put in his music videos, have sex with, be in relationships with, give birth to his kids and raise his kids, then why are they not good enough to marry him? Why are they not good enough to be put on a pedestal, get expensive gifts and live the good life? He wants to live the good life with a white woman who left him and doesn't care about him. But he couldn't give that good life to a black woman. He has to give the black woman a struggle. Because those nannies are not making that much money. And those surrogates didn't make that much money. They're not billionaires. And they're not millionaires behind doing that work. And he's fine with that. And he criticizes Harriet Tubman. Criticizes Michelle Obama. But nobody considers him a racist even though he's a Trump supporter. And he's a Republican, and he doesn't even like black women. But a white man who's a Trump supporter and who does like black women is a racist. I'm not even going to say that one is racist and the other one's racist. They could all be racist for all I know. I don't know if the Proud Boys is a racist organization I don't know enough about the Proud Boys. They're a fairly new organization. And I know that the man who interviewed Donald Trump, uh, not interviewed, um, the moderator during the debates between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, who said the Proud Boys were racist, and then Donald Trump said stand back or stand by or whatever he said, that man hosts a show on Fox News, and he's been considered by many people to be a racist. So, the Proud Boys may be racist. They may not. I don't know. And I probably won't ever know. But what I do know is that black women have to pick our poison and just go where we feel we can get the best deal. Because white women will a lot of times date black guys that they don't even like. But they'll just date them because they're fat. They don't want to lose weight. They're old, they're not that smart, they're not that attractive, and they want someone who's going to be worshipping them, still sleeping with them, and showing them off like they're something special. So they'll date somebody black because that's the best man for the job. Even though those relationships don't usually last, they would rather get that attention and get that money and then leave. So if black women are doing the same thing with these suspected white supremacists, I can't be mad at them. It's not a good scenario. I wouldn't say date somebody who you think might be a racist. I don't think that that's a good idea. But I also wouldn't say that you should date somebody that's a colorist or that's a racist just because they're black. Because I think it's very racist to give all the work and all the hate and all the drama to black women, but give the wealth and resources and the praise to low-class white women. I mean, Kanye helped to raise Kim Kardashian's socioeconomic status and gave her all of this fame and legitimized her career. She was not being taken seriously by the white community. They saw her as a social climber, talentless, tacky, attractive, but not all that special. 
since she's been with Kanye, she's gone to Matt Gala. She's posed for the cover of Vogue. She's had all of this success. Why couldn't he do that with Kenya Moore? He dated her. Why couldn't he do that with his ex-fiance? Kenya Moore is a very loyal, loving wife. Him and Kenya Moore could have some beautiful children. But he wanted to have kids with Kim who couldn't even have kids. Naturally. And I think that's really sad. But that's the world that we live in. And this isn't anything new because during slavery, most of the slaves were women and children. In North Africa, there were a lot of black guys who would sell black women and children and who had harams full of white women that didn't even know how to bathe or anything. You know, it's been going on for thousands of years and it happens all over the world. So if people are doing the same thing for thousands of years all over the world, it has to be genetic. And for me, I just feel like black women have to date whoever they want. Try to find the best man for the job. And I'm not judging any black woman for any decisions she made. I went back and forth on someone's social media about the Proud Boys because I don't know enough about them to know if they're racist or not. And I don't like the fact that people are saying they're racist just because they're Trump supporters or because they don't like Black Lives Matter. Because everybody doesn't like Black Lives Matter. And everybody who's a Trump supporter is not racist. Now, I did read a comment saying that they burned down some black churches. That is racist if that happened. But I never saw anyone make a video about it. I haven't seen it on the news. I haven't seen it gone viral. I haven't seen one person make a video about it. All they talk about is, oh, these guys are Trump supporters. So is Kanye West. So is Ice Cube, allegedly. Like, so are a lot of people. A lot of people like Donald Trump. So is Lil Pump. Because a lot of people want merit-based immigration. They have it in Canada. And I wrote about this. They have merit-based immigration in Canada. Black people can... Look, in Canada, if you have a felony, you cannot even go in to visit. I have a relative who I love, who I'm very close to who's changed her life and who's very successful and who's been all over the world. She's been to France. She's been to England. She's been to Thailand. She's been to um, South America. She, she went to Canada years ago. She, she's been to the Caribbean. She's been all over the world. But she cannot go to Canada because of her felony. And I think it's really sad that she can't even go to visit Canada, but she can go everywhere else in the world. And people know for a fact that a, a lot of African Americans don't immigrate to different countries. But at one point in time, there was a lot of immigration from America to Canada from black people. And it's interesting to me how they have all of this. You have to be educated. You have, you have to have a clean record. You have to have to, to get into that country specifically and all of these stipulations disproportionately affect black Americans. And everybody knows it and everybody's cool with it. But when we say we want the exact same rules to apply here, they claim that it's racist. They say that have, saying you want educated people to move here is racist. That's the low expectations of the left. And I think that's racist because there are educated people everywhere of all races. 
and there are people with good records everywhere of all races. Was this okay for the Canadians to have these strict policies which disproportionately impact African Americans and we as African Americans are just supposed to follow the law but Latin Americans can't do the same because then that's racist we can't say well we don't want you coming here because of DV as if you come in here because of domestic violence is really going to help you when here in the United States we have plenty of domestic violence but in Canada, they can say that that's not a reason you have to come here based off of merit. And we as black American women are the most likely to be killed due to domestic violence, due to gangs, due to police brutality, due to just the abuse that we suffer due to sexual assault. We can use... I'm from the Bronx. I can use all of that and say I want to go to Canada. But if I have a criminal record, it's not going to happen. Period. And nobody cares. But if you're from Latin America and you say you have all of those issues, it's like, well, how can you not let them in? That's racist. A lot of black people don't like that because it's a double standard. And it's almost like you're saying that Latin American person's life matters than our life as black people because you're not holding them to the same standards that you're holding us. Also, a lot of black Americans want tax cuts, want more jobs, want the price to bear arms, want to maintain the nuclear family, and want Christianity to still be put there on a pedestal as being the most dominant religion in the United States. Whether or not you agree with that, None of that is racist. That's just what people want because it benefits them. I know a lot of people who do not care about Donald Trump, whether or not he's a liar versus being an honest person, because all politicians are liars. A lot of them don't care about him cheating on his wife because most men cheat on their wives. A lot of them don't care about him not being a nice because most people are not nice. So a lot of people don't care about this type of stuff. They just are going with the flow and picking out which candidate they want based off of what's going to benefit them the most in the long run. And I don't see anything wrong with that. A lot of people vote based off of what is beneficiary to them and their family. And I think that that's okay. I don't feel like the Democratic Party has done anything to where black people have to feel automatically loyal to them. I don't feel like the Democratic Party is a non-racist party at all. And I don't think that anybody who votes for Donald Trump is necessarily a racist because Joe Biden and Donald Trump are both white men when it's all said and done. And it really doesn't matter if Joe Biden was the VP for a black man has a, v- a black woman as VP He's still white and he's still the one that's in charge right now. And ultimately, he has a history that is full of racism too. When you look at the kind of people he associated with and the kind of laws and policies he supported throughout his career. I can't judge him and say that he's racist. I can't judge Trump and say that he's racist. I suspect that Trump is racist. But as far as him being racist, I don't know him on a personal level. That's Melania's problem. She's the one stuck sleeping with him at night, not me. And I look at it from a policy perspective. 
and my vote is private. But when it comes to people, if you're just saying someone's racist because you just don't like them, you have to be able to back up what you're saying. Because if these black women are with these proud boys and you want to claim that they're racist, you're going to have to say why you think that they're racist and why you think she shouldn't be with him. Because if he's the only person that if something goes down, he's the one that's going to have her back. Even if he doesn't like you as a black person, she's the one sleeping with him, not you. So you have to prove why she shouldn't be with him. Why it's a problem for her to be with him. Because if the alternative is her being with a black man who's the most likely to kill her, who's the most likely to beat her, who's the most likely to bully her, who's the most likely to say she's average at best and doesn't deserve money and deserves to be a single mom and deserves to be abused and who deserves to be mistreated, if that's the alternative, then you can't be mad at her for getting in where she fits in and making the best decision for her and her life if what she wants is love and marriage, ultimately. Now, ideally, I want black women to be in loving relationships with other black people and and happy and successful and having balanced, well-respected, safe, healthy relationships. Preferably a nuclear family structure. But realistically speaking, because of the things going on in our community, that just is not going to be possible for most black women. It's not. So at that point, knowing that, black women just have to decide for themselves what is it that you want to do, what is it that's going to make you happy, what kind of relationship do you feel the most comfortable and safe in, and what are you willing to do to make that happen. And after you make that decision, you're the one who has to look yourself in the mirror and nobody else. And I'm not going to go online and bully and degrade and make fun of black women that are in interracial relationships. I don't care who it's with. Because if I'm seeing that black men are willing to watch black women be killed and white men are the only ones stepping up to help, then maybe those white men are who those women need to be with if that's who they feel is going to keep them safe. Because ultimately, your man's supposed to protect and provide for you. I'm not with him. I can't judge. And I'm not going to judge. I'm going to wish you the best, pray for you, and hope it works out. That's all I'm going to do because, unfortunately, black women are in a really terrible situation because of black men and how they treat us. And that's just the truth. If black men were not like Kanye West... If most black men were like Russell Wilson and loved and respected and honored black women that were good and worthy of that treatment, then we wouldn't have the mess of a community that we have right now. Because most black women would be married, most black men would be married, and most black people would have money because we will be practicing group economics and we will be able to get along with each other 
But because of the constant disrespect and because of the constant degradation and elevation of whiteness that exists in our community that's been around since the beginning of time, practically, or at least since medieval times, I cannot say that I can say what's best for a black woman when it comes to dating. The only thing that I think about when it comes to dating and I think other black women should think about is this. When you're dating, try to make sure that the person that you're with, you feel safe around and choose safety first, not happiness. Because you can be happy with someone who beats you. You could be happy with someone who cheats on you and gives you STDs and STIs. I say choose someone who you feel safe with. Choose someone who is STD and STI free or someone who's being treated and y'all work that out with y'all doctors. You're on prep or whatever you have to do. I don't advise it, but whatever you have to do, maintain your safety as far as sexual safety. Someone who doesn't put their hands on you. Someone who doesn't force you to sleep with them after you told them no. Someone who doesn't manipulate you to give them the money. Someone who doesn't try to follow you around and force you to do things that you're not comfortable with. Someone who doesn't um, use your car or stay in your place even though they're not paying for those things. Someone who's not in and out of jail constantly having you put money on their books. Someone who is not leaving you in a situation where you're afraid for your life. is someone who can actually help to elevate your life and make you feel whole as a person in terms of actually creating life with you in the way that you're comfortable with. Not someone who forces you to be a baby mom knowing that you're not comfortable with that. Someone who actually wants to marry you and love you if marriage is what you want. And someone who could be faithful to you if being a committed monogamous relationship is something that you want. You have to find somebody who brings those things that you want and need. And you have to do that with whoever you think is best for you. And if that person is in the LGBT, and they are your same gender, non-binary, if they're of another race, another culture, another religion, if they are conservative, moderate, liberal, progressive, whatever it is, I'm not going to judge. You just have to go someplace where you're going to be safe, you and your kids. And what equals safety for you, I might look at a person and say, ugh, this person's gross, but you're the one who has to live with them. You're the one who has to deal with them. And black man doesn't automatically mean safe, loving, good man. It should. I wish it did, but it doesn't. And right wing Non-black doesn't automatically equal racist, bad person. It should. And it's sad. 
that it doesn't. And sometimes y'all are better off with them than you are with your own people. But get in where you fit in and do what's best for you. And that's just my opinion. Later.